When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. So welcome to another episode. This is episode 210 and I am your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Got a very special guest on today's show and joining me is Taraku Bogali and he was raised in Ethiopia as one of 13 siblings and worked his way out of poverty to fund his own education to become the CEO of numerous companies in such diverse fields, including travel and tourism, retail, real estate, finance, technology, media and commercial filming across Africa, Europe and the United States. Now on today's show, Taraku is going to share how to confront challenges as a black entrepreneur and a minority in the business world and how to do business in foreign countries. He's also going to talk about social entrepreneurship, how to create viable businesses that give back to the community, as well as how to successfully transition between various fields of business and so much more. So welcome to the show, Taraku. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for having me. Oh, look, it's a pleasure. Take us back to when you were thinking of um, you know, starting a, a business. Has that always been something that you found, even as a child, that you thought, I want to start my own business? And was there someone that you looked up to as a child growing up? Just tell us a little bit about how entrepreneurship even came to your mindset or came to you as an, an idea, you know what, I can start a business. In life, you know, uh, a necessity to survive makes you to, to think uh, how to survive. So mm. part of entrepreneurship is that it, it helps you to, to identify opportunities and, uh, uh, and help yourself. Mm. So my, my business background, it was, it was, for me, it's a means of survival. So from early age, as age of eight, I had to look after myself. So I need to find ways, mechanisms in order to look after myself. That's how the entrepreneurship started. Yeah. And yeah, it's a necessity, is a key of uh, any success. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's incredible yeah. when you think here in Australia, and I know that we've got listeners all over the world who are very much in developed countries, yet, of course, you know, where Ethiopia, the opportunities yeah. are certainly not as vast. But if you've got the right attitude, and obviously you, you had the drive because it was to do with survival, yeah. Uh, yeah. anything is possible possible, isn't it? Anything is possible if you put your mind to it, yes? It's true. I mean, uh, being uh, raised in Ethiopia, for me, uh, opportunity is very limited. Yes. And uh, being on the street, uh, it's not an easy way because mm. you don't have nobody to look after you. Yeah. So 
right? It's all you need is a state of mind for you to 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 take that uh, challenge and responsibilities. And you know, you could be lost on the street, but all, it's about your your choice in life mm. uh, and 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 your your preparation to sacrifice. Uh, I think that's uh, that's uh, that's. Uh, uh, being uh, being black and being in Africa, I mean, uh, it's a survival rate. A lot of kids they die by age of eight or ten. Nobody mm-hmm. survives technically. Yes. So it is, it, is, it is a tough environment for for uh, used to 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 go through that kind of tough environment and to come out. And here you are talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for sharing your story. You know, I um, shared as I was doing your show notes, I made a comment, you know, on Facebook to some of my community. And I said, you know, here in Australia and other developed countries, you know, Western countries, we do not have the right to complain about when things go bad, things go wrong, because, you know, we have opportunities. And and often, you know, how many people complain? Oh, you know, I'm never getting opportunities, whatever. They're waiting for opportunities. But what you've done, you've taken taken opportunities. You've made opportunities for yourself. So I'm glad that uh, I have the honour to be able to speak with you today, to be able to share some of those insights, to really empower and inspire us to uh, to do likewise. Let's talk about how to fr- confront challenges as a black entrepreneur, as a minority in the business world, so that you can do business in, in, in foreign country. Mm. Let's talk about mm. some of those challenges and how to confront them. Yeah, and I think I've, 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 I've traveled a lot and I've done, I mean, especially when starting from uh, like in Ethiopia when I was like from age of eight. I mean, uh, there as well, it's quite challenging, you know, being born and being raised here. So assume traveling out and traveling in Africa, either South Africa or you go to Europe or to US, uh, there are always challenges, especially uh, being uh, under uh, uh coming from underprivileged environment where mm. you don't have a, 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 a education you need in order to present or to sell your ideas. So always people will put you in the box and try to judge, to misjudge you yes. by of your background, where you come from. But you might have the skill and 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 is uh, confident to 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 sell or to, to you know to 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 present your 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 business models or your ideas. Mm-hmm. So all, all it takes is I mean uh, it is it is a confidence um, against all odds, you know, you have to, there are always challenges. I mean, without challenge, there's no ways you could be able to be successful. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not an easy road, but that, that journey, I mean, at the end of the day, it pays off. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, one of the key things and, and, and it really, you know, I'm sure was something that even as a child, it was developed, you know, in you through through whatever circumstances, or maybe it was just something that, um, you know, a quality that, that you were born with, that tenacity, the, you know, resilience to keep going. Because I'm sure the people that you spoke to, many, many people and opportunities that you positioned yourself for, you received a no, and yet you kept going and you kept going tell us a little bit about some of the things what would you tell yourself because mindset and your belief in yourself is key isn't it yeah it's all it's always in your mind but you know we are living in very difficult uh, societies and environment where uh, you people that put you in different boxes mm-hmm. according of uh, your, your 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 background yeah. according of your colors and according to your educations so they they, they put they try to to compartment compartment you and then put you in the box, but up to you to 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 take that challenge and try to break through. Yes. So. So did you just did you just keep then yeah. going and speaking to new people, finding new people? To you actually got someone who wasn't going to you know uh, pre or assume who you were just through through your background. Did you just keep going and speaking to <laughs> to new people? You see. 
Yeah, you see, you have seen my business backgrounds. So I, have, I have explored a lot of business types. So yes. if one business is knocked down, so I've got something to try. Yes. <laughs> that's how you that's how you saw. I mean, you saw around six, seven industries that I've touched. Mm. So that that is like, I, I tried information technology and I've got a cutting edge technology and I'm trying to sell. But my position, my background, my color, is not giving me an edge for me to break through. So I moved to real estate. You know, I, you, you keep you keep moving. Yes. Uh, 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 coming with different ideas mm-hmm. unless if you are just going to say okay i'm, I'm in it or I'm, I'm doing real estate or i'm doing uh, in banking you know it's quite 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 tough because you have to have options you have to have choices in life it's not gonna break you yeah absolutely and as you were growing up i mean obviously you were saying uh, at the age of eight years old you started yeah. to have to, to generate income what what was the th- if i think back to the very first thing that i well actually you know the very first time i started to, to or thought of um generating income was when i don't laugh at this taraku when i found my father's old set of dentures in his bedside drawer and i thought if i put these under my pillow i'm going to get money from the tooth fairy I was about three years old unfortunately that was my first business failure and I think the next one was um, selling tadpoles when we moved to the farm what what were some of the things that you did as a young age see sometimes it's not all about money I mean yeah. you get paid in different forms yeah, yeah. so sometimes it's not about money you know like being an aide for me it was not money for so I've got other needs which I need I need to use my wit yes. I need to use my my intelligence mm. just to, to get along with the user and get what I want to for example it could be like a shoes which I don't have maybe it could be pen and paper which my other rich kids they have paper and pen so yeah. I need to be more desired to those kids mm-hmm. so they, they look after me so that's a kind of a trade-off yeah so it's not like something buy or sell you know mm-hmm. you may not know the value of money itself but you have you, you use your intelligence your wit in order to to get along and get what you want yeah. from your follow from, from your follow friends yeah. because those friends as well they'll be desired to you if they find you are quite intelligent you are witty you are funny so you know that's the kind of like it is like you are already in entrepreneurship because you have to apply those techniques yeah. in order to be desired and wanted oh, if not absolutely. then you'll be kicked back you know, mm-hmm. you'll, be, you'll be starving, you'll be on the street. So it's, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think uh, for you, the, the example that you just shared, I mean, when you think of it, the school playground, other children are yeah. can be the most confronting, can't they? And the most judgmental. I mean, I would hate to think to go back to the school ground myself. But it, within that, you developed skills and the ability to really read people, to adapt, to build rapport yeah. so that you fit in just so that they would accept you. And now I'm sure... Yeah sure you use and you leverage those skills it's so important isn't it as you're meeting new people and introducing 100%. yourself yeah percent. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, and do you find share a little bit because you've you've now been a number a number of countries Africa Europe the United States every yeah. country that you have has got different traditions cultures and so forth that ability to adapt to uh, you, you know obviously to fit in I would imagine that that has really held in good stead to, for you to be able to adapt to the cultures and and the business environments in which you've worked yes. Yeah, listen, there are a lot of resistance. Either, either you are in your home country or either you travel, mm. the, the, the challenge is similar. Yeah. And that's all it takes because it's everything here in your mind. So uh, you might have in, in your home country in Australia similar challenges. Yeah. So you go to South Africa or you go to Germany, wherever it is, or you go to US. Mm-hmm. But the, it's, it's a similar kind of landscape. So it, it takes your, your, your confidence and your ability to, to, to adapt to that environment, uh, you'll be reminded that you are not 
from here. <laughs> Trust mm-hmm. me, you'll be reminded in different ways. Yes. But it's up to you to confront that challenge and feel as if like you are at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as if where you've been challenging and this challenge that you have also is very similar. So it's, it's, it's also, it's, everything has got to do with your, with your ability to adapt and to take yes, I mean, no for yes. Mm-hmm. So, but it becomes more difficult for you the more you go out because you are foreign to the environment and you don't know areas, you don't know which office to go, wherever to go. So it, it will be, sometimes you need to have some sort of like, you know, your, your own gut to go in and to knock and to learn out of it yeah. and and you might you might learn quick and, and and adapt to situations yeah so sometimes if you rely with other people also you get misled so most of my my my, my trick is that wherever i go mostly I, I i rely on myself so it makes it easier but when you you rely a lot of other other partners people then you get you get you know fed up you get tired because they've got their own paradigm and say no this guy comes from this and now you know he's trying to break through this and that so they create a barrier barrier in your business mm. and in your life so sometimes like you know you you take your own ways and you just move in and you, you try to identify and navigate through so that's how uh, you can be able to break. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important, isn't it, as an entrepreneur, if you've got a business vision, if you've got an idea, uh, sometimes if you surround yourself with the wrong kind of people, they will tear you down. They will, through their own, you know, misbeliefs and, and inabilities to achieve things, that can impact you as an entrepreneur because you can start to believe it, can't you, um, if you're hearing all, always negative things. So those are some really great insights. Thanks for sharing. Let's talk a little bit more about the social entrepreneurship, how to create a viable business that gives back to the community. I'd imagine that that's something that's very important to you, yes? Yeah, it is. Uh, and, and life, you have been that, you know, by your own and, you know, you, you get help from a lot of strange people you meet across. Yes. And, and you share. And, and that experience also, that that helps you to understand we are living in a shared world. Mm. So you need to, to think how to, to, to share because that's, that's just sharing. It also gives you uh, mental satisfaction, spiritual satisfaction, and it gives you happiness to yourself. So it's a kind of like, a, a, I'm sure you saw one of my quotes, it's a habit which you need to develop, you know, mm. to, to do, to, to, in order to be social entrepreneur, you need to develop that habit of giving to communities. Yes. So there are, there are different ways of giving to communities. I mean, some of being creative, you kind of start your own uh, uh, social entrepreneurship. If not, there are a number of uh, uh, social, I mean, uh, uh, NGOs that any person can get involved with. But I mean, giving it back to communities, it's, it's just giving back to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also too, you know, there's a number of organisations that you said that have, thankfully, they've partnered with organisations on the ground, they've set up, um, you know, trust funds and and that can contribute. And there's nothing uh, better, I think, than to hear of a story. And I've heard many and they're they're so exciting to hear where a woman has been given, you know, a, a sewing machine and three years later they've come back and now she's employing another three women and they've got more sewing machines even the you know giving back to those communities and standing behind them and supporting them can really inspire and empower not just that individual but com- the community at large doesn't it yeah it's true it's yeah, true yeah. so every every little contribution you do it has got an impact yes and uh, you may not see it now but you'll see it in the long term yeah and there are people which you don't even remember but sometimes you'll find them somewhere in, you know in life but it's like it's, it's a cycle because sometimes you give to a one community said you may not you may not be appreciated and you may not even see the results mm. but it goes around in circles 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, you know, I think when people, organisations do, whether they align themselves with other, you know, businesses who are spearheading social social entrepreneurship programs, it's knowing that whatever that money is going to go towards is going to, in the long run, support uh, new vision and and even education too, because I'm sure when you were growing up, I mean, you know, in poverty, how many children don't uh, even get an education being taught how to read. You know, the, the things that we yeah. in Western society take for granted are very much looked at as gifts, aren't they, to, to uh, uh, children in, in developing countries, yes? Yeah, see, the biggest problem which we have now is, uh, you know, uh, people, when they, they are giving, they expect in their mind what to get back. Yeah. So it's it's like an like 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 return on investment. I give you uh, uh, like you give me twenty minutes now or half an hour of your your time. So what what am I getting from that? That's the kind of people asking, mm. uh, you know. And, and and if that kind of mind mindset is the most blocking people from giving back to communities. Yes. Because when they see that now this guy, you know, because they want to see a, a immediate result by what they give, but mm. that that that's not healthy mindset. You know, you, you just need to give unconditionally. So, uh, so you know, you'll have that satisfaction of yes. giving. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Look, I'm I'm yeah. behind you 110%. And our uh, network, our podcast network is about making a difference together. And we know that the message is going that we share through guests such as yourself, Tariku, is yeah. going to impact the lives. I've had, you know, people who are from Zimbabwe reach out to me and say, yeah. I listen to the guests on your show. And now I'm this and that. And our voice now is on a daily basis on Monday to Friday, five minutes on a national radio show in Zimbabwe, as you know, in yeah aspiring aspiring entrepreneurs now i do that not because we get paid we don't get paid it's something that i want to do because one day someone is going to listen to one of those things that i say and a light bulb is going to go on something is going to spark inside them and who knows what that is going to allow them to you know to do and to to chase their dreams and for me you know and and that's why i encourage anyone who's listening you know um the the impact you're the result is the impact that we have on someone's life and the impact that they can have on someone else's life and i think when we go with that mindset the world will be a much better place yeah Yes. So very much. Yeah. Because, you know, when you give to others, technically you are giving to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So talk about successfully transitioning between various fields of business. As we said, you've been involved in travel and tourism, retail, real estate, finance, technology, media, and commercial filmmaking. How can we transition, you know, successfully between various fields of business? In my personal, I'm I'm driving with. Chi- I mean, I love challenges and and coming with new ideas. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, in every industry which I moved, mostly it is it is it is a success uh, stories in every every industry which I've been touched. So it's, it's it's all got to do. Some of the people like in nature's they are happy with with one business I have. If they yeah. have got, I, I think you're gonna love my second book which is coming out now, uh, Be Unstoppable. Mm. So I, I I talk a lot about there yeah, uh, in, in business about you know how to to channel your 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 mindset or your energy or you know your creativity from one industry to another industry. I mean, because it's, it's all about the choice in life. So some people are comfortable just you know in one business they have and they are they are fine there. Mm. And some maybe very few they are driven you know to 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 do more businesses and yes. you know so it, it's, it's not something which can be. Uh, 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 you know, apply to every individuals. 
So it's, it's got to do with you, with your ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, if you are an ambitious person, then for you, you want to explore more and you want to learn more and, you know, and um, you love maybe the challenge of, of, of uh, going from one industry to another industry. Yeah. So it's not like starting or leaving. There are accomplishments. If I've been in real estate, I've got a project which I've successfully finished. Mm-hmm. If I've been in banking, I've got banking license which I had and which I sold. The same with the real estate. I built a shopping mall and I sold it. So it's like it's, it's a process. But a lot of people, they start and they leave. Take something here and they've been working on it. They spend the entire, so they just give up. And, you know, that's not how it works. You, 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 need, you need to focus mm. in every industry to get involved with it. Yeah. So I, I love the sound of that. So what you've done is you set a goal, you took the steps, you took the action that you needed and, and you know, powering through everything that you've said, using the skills, the mindset and the beliefs. And then once you mm-hmm. got it to a certain level, you were happy with it and then you sold it and then you moved on to the to the next industry. As you continue to do that, I'm sure that the insights that you learned, the skills that you developed, you very much leveraged and that supported you in really spearheading in, in a new industry industry in and in a new uh, field of business, yes? Yes, it is true. It is mm. true. So it is, it is almost, it is all of the business I could say, it, t- it takes you similar energy and it, it, it takes you similar way of thinking. But the, the, the key here is to focus. Yes. You have to focus. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let me. Uh, if let you me, are focused, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the things with focus, sometimes what people do is they take on too many projects at the one time, yeah. which means they can't dedicate the time and energy that they need to. So when you're talking about these various business ventures, you didn't have them all at the one time, did you? Yeah. I mean, you built one up, you sold that, and yeah, then went yeah. on to the next, yes? One at a time. Maybe yeah. I'm working on one project which which I need to focus, and I've got my timelines when I have to finish. Mm-hmm. So because when I'm finished, I get bored, so I need to kick up something. <laughs> but I can't think of other project <laughs> without making sure that this project which I have yeah. is looked after mm-hmm. and the staff is trained or investors lined up to buy me. So in such ways, it's, it, I position for my next project. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got like this restless mind. So it, it, I don't want to just... You know, I'm with you stars. there. <laughs> I'm with you there. Yeah. Once you get everything set up and it's clicking along smoothly, you, you kind of think, oh, well, this is... I mean, it's a great position to be in, but I know for, for many of us who love the challenge of the new things and getting that going, um, the same old same old can be a bit you know boring so tell us what are some of the things that you do then say for instance um, you're coming to the end of a, of a cycle of a business because it's growing and it's successful are you already starting to look out for other opportunities things that are of interest what how had did that happen to you that you kind of then started to look at other industries what 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 was that for you there are lots of opportunities if you have got the uh, eye to see Mm. And the heart to listen, like what you call health instinct. If, if you know, if you have got the, the eye to see the instinct, and you've got the open mind, yeah, there are plenty of opportunities out there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, opportunities you don't even go; they'll, they'll find you. Mm. You have to be prepared for that opportunities. So it, 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 is, it, is, it is there out there, plenty of opportunities. Mm-hmm. So every venture which I which I venture, it's not something which I said, okay, I'm gonna do this. No, just they just keep coming because of I'm prepared to take those opportunities. Yeah, so it may have been someone that you might have met. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's always having that yeah. preparedness. But then also, too, I guess it's the instinct, as you said, to 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 have a listen or a look at what's going on and then take the opportunity. Because how many of us um, or, or people will sit back and they'll analyse and they'll analyse and then, look, before they make a decision, the opportunity's gone already, isn't it? Yep. So you wait too long. I think you're going to love my second book because uh, it talks a lot about time. It talks about uh, uh, risks and it talks about confidence. It tells you a lot of things in different subjects. Yes. So more is like advising. It's uh, beyond support wisdom at the core. That's what the title is. Yeah. So I'm, ch- I'm just taking from my real experiences and and putting it in, in packaged ways for people just to like uh, directions of, of mm. what, what it takes to, to be where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the approach in which many pe- entrepreneurs and business owners use, you know, yeah. to enable them to be successful, I think we can really look at that and then model some of that behavior because how often do we get unfocused? We don't take the right steps. We get a bit frustrated when things don't go to plan and it, you know, keeps us un- unfocused. I'd love to find out a little bit more about just the business in mer- uh, media and commercial filmmaking. How did you get into that? That that's an industry I love myself. So how did you get into that? <laughs> As that one was, uh, it was, a, it was it happened in coincidence. I was in um, Hollywood just for uh, in Los Angeles for holiday. So every people I meet across there are like actors and actresses and producers. So I was a, I was different. I said I'm a businessman. I'm this and that. So yeah. I end up saying no. Also I'm an actor because I start asking too many questions. Yes. So that's how. <laughs> so so in such ways I said okay now I'm an actor. Yeah. And um, somewhat I, I got involved on this project which I started on uh, on making a, uh, my first feature film, uh, Bloodline. So it is it is a kind of like you know as I said early uh, opportunity it just knocks your door if you yeah. are prepared mm-hmm. and you need to be prepared yourself for opportunities yeah so the kind of like you know i said okay why not i do these things and that's that's where i go yeah amazing amazing well yeah. look it's been an absolute pleasure for uh, speaking with you today i know that we've just cut you know just touched on the surface of uh, yeah. some of the things the attitudes the approaches that you have had that has really enabled you to work successfully across and transition across many different fields across different countries and not only yeah. that but really do that with a lot of challenges and a lot of um yeah barriers that you know many of us probably would not have to go through especially you know where you your, your background but you know what i think that you know i believe i'm a firm believer that when we have the right attitude and the right approach the challenges that we do confront and that we shift through creates in us a strength that powers us forward so with all those challenges, even though we don't wish them on anyone else, I think is really the foundation upon which you now uh, base a lot of your decisions and, and your actions and your interactions. And uh, congratulations for, for what you've been Thank able you. to, to build. So how can people find out more about you? And I know that we're also going to put a link on our show notes so that people can get a copy of uh, your book. But how can they find out more about you, Taraku? Uh, they should go to my website, uh, tarikubagal.com. Yeah. And right. uh, they'll find all information there. All my charities, projects which I'm involved with, every info, they'll find it at tarikubagal.com. Oh, fantastic. Look, thank you so much for coming on the show.
Thank you. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Well, thank you again for listening today. And uh, I'm sure that you've been inspired and empowered by hearing Taraku's story. Please go and check out his website. All of the links that uh, we mentioned will be on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES2110, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES210. And as we said, social entrepreneurship is so important. And have a look at some of the, you know, the, the social enterprises that Taraku has, his charities. And uh, let's think about giving without expectations because who knows, that's going to impact not only one life but many, many lives. And, uh, you know, certainly would love to empower people all over the world to make an impact. That is another end of another show. If this is the first time that you've been listening, it's been a pleasure. Please come back and listen again next week other than that have a fantastic week bye Taraku thank you so much thank you bye hi it's Anne-Marie have you enjoyed listening to the show and have thought about creating your own podcast so you too can become an influential voice in your industry but you just don't know where to start I've created a special gift just for you it's my free mini training podcasting with purpose where you'll learn what you need to do to stand out be heard and influence your audience from your very first podcast. I'm also giving you my step-by-step podcast production workflow checklist, including the tools I use, as well as a checklist of no-cost and low-cost tools to get you started. To access, go to annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. That's annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.